Today is Tuesday, September 26th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. This episode is sponsored by Thrive Cosmetics. Their products are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, with no parabens, sulfates, or phthalates, and each purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com morning. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash morning for 20% off your first order. Yesterday may have been the Jewish Day of Atonement, but there's nobody who could have used such a day more than New Jersey Senator Bob Menendez, who was indicted on federal corruption charges on Friday, as was his wife of three years, Nadine Menendez, and three of his business associates. This story reads like it could be a sequel to The Sopranos, or possibly even Bob Menendez's own life. More on that later. According to new charges brought by the Department of Justice following a years-long investigation, Between 2018 and 2022, Menendez and his wife accepted hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bribes in exchange for using his power and influence as the chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee to benefit Egypt's government and the three other individuals who were also indicted. The indictment noted that Menendez, as chairman of the committee, possessed substantial influence over foreign military sales and foreign military financing to Egypt and the bribes allegedly included $480,000 in cash, hidden in Bob's Congressional Hispanic Caucus jacket, and over $100,000 worth of gold bars, which were found in his home, as well as mortgage payments, a Mercedes convertible, and compensation for a low or no-show job for Nadine at Bob's friend's halal company. The charging document accuses Menendez of relaying to Nadine, before they were married, sensitive, non-public government information about a number of people serving in the U.S. Embassy in Cairo. Nadine allegedly repeated that information to one of the indicted co-conspirators, who then shared the information with an unnamed Egyptian government official. Even Clarence Thomas is frankly stunned by this brazenness. Senator Menendez has since denied the allegations as, quote, baseless. Come on, Bob, really? Baseless? I think that's a little strong. He also said that he will fight the charges and he will not resign from the Senate, though he has temporarily stepped down as chair of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. Meanwhile, New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy and almost all of Menendez's New Jersey colleagues in the House of Representatives have publicly called on him to resign. And Representative Andy Kim announced that he will run against him for his Senate seat next year in light of his refusal to step down. According to the Senate Historical Office, Menendez is the first sitting senator to be indicted on two unrelated criminal matters. He had previously been charged in 2016 by the DOJ for an extremely similar situation, except with the government of the Dominican Republic, after which he also voluntarily stepped down as a ranking member of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. How he got back there again is its own question, but that indictment ended with a mistrial, while his co-conspirator in that situation ended up with a 17-year prison sentence for 66 counts of fraud, which Donald Trump later commuted in 2021. It was the height of bipartisanship of his administration. Also on Friday, President Biden announced that his administration is creating a new office dedicated to gun violence prevention, which will be led by Vice President Kamala Harris. 
the office will focus on helping the administration coordinate gun policy and work with Congress to act on the issue legislatively, as well as implementing and expediting the 2022 Bipartisan Safer Communities Act, which extended background checks, partially closed the boyfriend loophole, strengthened federal license requirements for firearms, further criminalized arms trafficking, and provided funding for state red flag laws and mental health intervention programs. Hopefully this new office will be more efficient than 90% of offices across America. On what is obviously an infinitely more productive note, the Republican-led Oversight Committee in the House of Representatives has scheduled their first hearing for President Biden's impeachment inquiry. The date is set for this Thursday, September 28th, two days from now. And that is despite the fact that the federal budget is going to run out on Saturday, and there is no current path to preventing a government shutdown at least as of this recording on Monday evening. Though who's to say they are not expecting to find a 2024 federal budget on Hunter Biden's laptop. Next, we have another very legal and very cool story. A follow-up on the mother in Nebraska who procured abortion pills to help her 17-year-old daughter end her pregnancy last year, in violation of Nebraska law. The woman, who pleaded guilty in July, has been sentenced to two years in prison, Her daughter had already been sentenced to 90 days in jail in July for her role in the same incident, and she was released on September 11th to two years of probation. For our final story today, the Writers Guild and the AMPTP have reached a tentative agreement to end the writer's strike after 146 days. The new three-year contract was described by the WGA in an email to its members as a, quote, exceptional deal. And though they could not yet share the details until the contract is complete, they alluded to meaningful gains and protection for writers in every sector of membership. Writers will not return to work until the contract is approved and ratified by the WGA, which is expected to vote today whether to formally lift the strike order. We all know writers need some time to stare at a blank screen before actually getting to work. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements and thanks again to our partner Thrive Cosmetics. You know the drill by now, I love Thrive and I am so thrilled to have them back as our sponsor this week. As I've told you all before, they make my long-standing favorite mascara, the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It has a tubing formula which makes your lashes look long and thick. I've probably been asked what mascara I'm wearing about a dozen times since I started wearing it a few years ago. But my favorite part is that it is easy to take off and is not stubborn on your lashes. It doesn't get everywhere and doesn't require five rounds of attempts to remove it. So try Thrive Cosmetics to see for yourself. And right now you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash morning. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash morning for 20% off your first order. And until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.